Episode 32, Only in America, Why You Need Private Training. Here's a quote from Wayne Rooney. I train as hard as I can every time I train. And I do extra training every day. And I've done that since I was a young boy. All right, now this one's really going to hit home today when I'm discussing private training in America. And private training can be small group or 1v1 sessions or one-on-one sessions. And look, I've done them for a numerous amount of years. And you can develop better players through one-on-one training. And professional players do one-on-one training, and I don't have an issue with it at all. Now, I will tell you though, or I should tell you that there is a place where I do have an issue with one-to-one coaching, is that for players to truly develop in, let's say, 90 plus percent of circumstances, they need private training. And the number of people that I have talked to over the last, let's say, two years that have said to me, my child hasn't gotten better at his club is increasingly alarming. The more people I talk to, the more of those conversations that I have. And it's only going to add fuel to the fire that players need private training. And to give you extra context to this, I had a conversation through Instagram with a parent the other day and they're like, we're going to save our money, not put our player in a club, and just do private training. That's how much the system has gone backwards. That people feel like they need to take their kids out of clubs and just do private training. Save their money and just pay for trainers. Now, that can get you to a certain point for sure. But private training and small groups can only take you so far. That's because there becomes a point where the question becomes, what's next? And look, I've been in it. I've done tons of private practices. And I'm telling you from experience, right? There was a time, and I've mentioned this before, with Nick, it was time for him to leave. He needed to go on and do his next step, which was Apoel. And two and a half years later of him going from different clubs... And always coming back for training with me because that's where he got the most out of his development process. There was a point where it was time for him to move to the next step. And he was given that opportunity. But, and, and I'm just pr- trying to provide you context. Like some people may be like, well, you know, it's a little bit different circumstance. I get it, right? I understand. But I'm trying to give you context to my argument or to my point. And it, it becomes difficult because there is benefit to private training. But... It should show you how flawed the system is if you need to rely on private training. And I'll give you an example the other way. In my program, the Florida Prospects, we offer five days a week of training. Three sessions that are team mandatory. Two sessions that are optional. Optional means you don't have to come. Mandatory means you do have to come. In all of those sessions, whether they're team or individual or the optional, we do a lot of technical work, right, to develop the individual technical skills. And then a lot of different variants. And I've explained a little bit what I do per age groups. And it has tremendous impact and effect in the long term. You can ask any of my players from the 2010s or the 07s, even 05, how many private practices they've done over the course of a year. 
Most are going to tell you zero. You might get one or two that will say, ah, we've done one, maybe two. Two at most the entire year. And that's simply because they're getting five days a week of practice. At your club team, they should provide you with enough training, an ample amount of training, to not need private coaching. And that's a fact, because if you look at clubs around the world, players develop in a system, plus they're playing outside, they're training outside, and what I mean by training outside is they're training on their own, or they're playing in pickup games in the street, and things like that to help develop themselves. So I talked to a friend of mine, the head futsal coach at Olympic Lyonnais. He used to be an academy coach there. And there's no private training. None of their players do it. There might be you know activities where it's like one versus one, but they're not doing private training. And it's, I don't want to say it's not legal, but one, it's not necessary. Two, they're not allowed to do it. So it's not illegal, but the club doesn't even allow them to do private training. So what should that tell you? Design flaw, right? That, that's the initial thing that pops in my head is the design flaw of the system. But forget that for a second, right? It's just, again, how backwards we are in the sense that, oh, I need to go do private training. Like when I'm having this conversation with this individual, I'm going, man, is it really that backwards that you have to go do private training? Like I spoke to one individual who is considering just guest playing on teams and just doing private training. So to guest play, they would just sign up for any tournament that they can to guest play and just do private training. And I'm going, dude, is it really that bad? And it must be because if players aren't developing and parents feel like they need to do that, that's alarming, folks. That That is alarming. And again, it comes down to the fact that a lot of organizations are centered around winning at all costs and not developing better players. Because when you have players that are extremely athletic, not super skilled, they're going to win for a number amount of years. They'll get away with it. They'll be the best players until 15, 16. Then they're going to get found out when they have no skill. And it's going to happen. It happens every single year. Hundreds, if not thousands of players that drop out of the game or can't compete at the same level because they're no longer good enough. Now, that's a whole separate topic to discuss, but these are things that grind my gears. Like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. You know what really grinds my gears? And again, it's the fact that you need private training. You shouldn't need private training. You don't, you don't, you shouldn't need it. But that again should just tell you where we're at in this country that everybody feels like they need to have a private trainer. And this is something that I do. I do a lot of private practices and it grinds my gears to the highest extent that players need that from other organizations. They need to go outside of their clubs uh, because they feel like they need to one or two their club isn't delivering, so they go outside for training. And it shouldn't be like that. You should not have to go outside your club for training. And these are conversations that need to happen for this country to really develop in the right path. Because, again, private training can only take you so far. 
So you can do a whole bunch of development individually, for sure, technically. But there's other sides of the game you need to develop. Tactically, which is going to be developed outside of a one-to-one practice. There has to be a group. At least two players, at a minimum, you need to develop tactical ability. Now, if you're talking about extreme team concepts, because there's different variants of tactical development, there's individual tactical, there's group, and there's team. So if you're talking about team tactics, you need a team. And that would be things like using an inverted fullback or a 5-5 five and five system, just as examples. Those are elements of tactical team settings that you would need to develop. And it just comes down to that premise. And this is why I use this quote from Wayne Rooney. And I'm going to say it again. I train as hard as I can every time I train. And I do extra training every day. And I've done that since I was a young boy. When he's talking about doing extra training, he's going out and training. He's taking shots. Practicing juggling. Finding a wall. Passing against the wall. Receiving. Right? Those are the things that Wayne Rooney was doing as a kid. I mean, I remember sharing a specific article about David Beckham. And by nine years old, he could do over 2,000 juggles. That is what's missing in this country. Players getting proper training at their club teams. And then having that mindset on their own to go do additional training. Not waiting for mom and dad to buy them a private trainer at $80 an hour. Or the ones that have group sessions and they're charging 50 bucks per player even in groups. Right? I mean, you can just see how that kind of adds up and it adds up and it adds up. But because of the way the system has been since I was a kid, it hasn't changed much. It's still a enormous problem in this country because players need private training. It's it's a fact. Players need private training. And if it wasn't for private training, a lot of players aren't going to develop. I mean, I remember when I talked to a parent and a player, they were at a big club and they came to me and said, Coach Kyle, in a month of two practices per week privately with me, they got more development out of six months of four practices a week with their team. Now, I'm not going to go into the specifics of that situation, But what I want you to understand is the point of it. It should not be like that. You should be able to develop individual skill sets in team and group settings because European and South American clubs can do it no problem. So you're telling me that we can't figure this out in this country? Well, some people have. I can do it. If I can do it by offering five practices a week, everybody else needs to raise the bar. Right, Meet me at my level. Offer five practices a week because your goal is to develop a future pro player or to develop more future pro players. Right, Meet me at my level and then come have a conversation with me because this marketing stuff of that you need private training is actually relevant because of the way the model is. And again, using my club as a reference point And don't get me wrong, I don't do everything correct. I still make tons of mistakes every single day. I'm not saying that I'm perfect in any stretch of the imagination. I'm just trying to give an example because I'm not perfect. Trust me, I make mistakes. But what I can tell you is that under our model of five practices a week with a primary focus even in team setting is on individual skills, 
our players have only had one or two, if any, private practices in a year. That should tell you all you need to know when it comes to the development process because we offer five training sessions per week and we make our sessions centered around the individual development of the players. And that right there is the difference for developing better players because when you focus on the team setting, which is what 90% of clubs do or developing the team, well then yes, players need to leave to go do private training because they're missing that individual development. It happens all the time. And it makes perfect sense because if you're at a club that only develops team setting stuff, for example, how to win in a team, how to pass as a team, but there's no individual development, where do you think you're going to have to go next? A private trainer. Duh. And welcome to America, folks. That's how this is. Is that you don't get development individually at your team setting. You need to go get a private trainer. So you're paying four grand a year for your club. You need to go get a private trainer once or twice a week because they only your team only offers you three sessions a week. So you got two other days of a private trainer. So now you're getting five and you're spending seven to 10K a year now on, on soccer because you're not getting development. Or in, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. You're not getting individual development. And that is a missing cornerstone of developing better players in this country. Because again, you don't or you shouldn't need private training. Can it be a supplement? Yes. Are there specific elements as you start getting older, like 15, 16, that will definitely need development? Yes. And there are going to be instances, don't get me wrong, where a younger player is going to need extra training. Maybe it's 20, 30 minutes working on pass and receiving. And I've done that. I've spent a couple extra minutes after practice and helped a player and show the parent how they need to practice their passing form as an example, or how they need to juggle a specific way, or focus on a specific skill to beat an opponent, right? Things like that. But it's not about offering private training or in these, you know, skills specialists. The only reason why these people are in business, and this includes me, by the way, so I'm actually knocking myself. Understand that. I'm, I'm literally talking about myself. I'm in this business. I do it. Is because your clubs don't offer you what you need to truly develop, to reach the ultimate level, whatever that is, college or professional. And I've told you before that more and more colleges are looking at international players because they're better developed individually and collectively. Last year, I'm going to say it again, I watched UCF play against Jacksonville University so I could go watch Inti play. And their entire starting 11 at UCF was international. Is that not alarming? Does that not just tell you like, hey, something's wrong here if the entire starting 11 was international? English, French, German, Spanish. Not one single American. Well, folks, team training isn't enough and private training, guess what, isn't enough. So what's next? We're going to ramp up private training to make it or and do what other people are now doing and not playing in teams, which, you know what, I can kind of understand if your club isn't developing you. And they're not a ton, for sure, that are. But there are some, like myself, with Florida prospects that are trying to develop players. So it's it's 
I, I can't lie to you, man. It is a crazy world out there. It's crazy because it shouldn't be like this. You should be able to get everything you need from your club. And again, there might be specific circumstances where you need a little bit extra. I get it. But if your club truly cared about you, they're going to develop you the right way. And again, I'm not trying to tell you that I'm perfect because I'm not. I've made plenty of mistakes with my own program. Nobody's perfect. But we need to, as a country, challenge the status quo and say, listen, this is not good enough anymore. How do we do that? I think the key is parents really pushing the envelope and saying, you know what? We're not going to accept this anymore. I shouldn't have to put my son or pull my son from any team. Just do private training and then try and guest play. And only guest play for teams. Not even register for a club and just guest play. Welcome to America. And those things need to change ASAP if we're going to have a shot, a shot at developing better players. And you, you can read about the best players in the world. They don't talk about how they spent years doing private training. No. They played in the street. They developed in a club. They did a whole bunch of extra training on their own. And then they made it. That's it. There was no private trainer. What, what top player, what world-class player developed through private training? Name one. Ronaldo? No. Messi? No. Neymar? No. Ronaldinho? No. Xavi? No. Iniesta? No. Benzema? No. What other top player do you want to name? And, I, and I'm saying top player. A world-class player. Kevin De Bruyne, no. Robin Van Persie, no. We're talking about the elite of the elite players. Sure, there are some players that aren't elite of the elite, that play professional, that develop through private training, I'm sure. But I'm talking about the elite of the elite level. That right there should tell you everything you need to know. Everything you need to know. That private training isn't enough. Can it be beneficial? Yes. Players cannot rely on it. They cannot solely rely on private training to save them from the lack of development from their clubs. Which, again, I'm highlighting as a problem. We need to come together to make change. Welcome to America, folks. See you in the next episode. Hey, guys. I absolutely love that you're checking out and listening to the podcast. And I only have one ask quickly, and that would be if you could please share this podcast with somebody else that you maybe know that is going through the system or struggling to navigate it from the youth soccer perspective. And that would mean the absolute world to me because, as you know, I don't sell anything through the podcast and I don't have any sponsorships. And the more people that I can help, that is my overall objective. So I would absolutely love if you could share this with somebody. Take the five seconds to do so by sending it through social media or WhatsApp or whatever way that you like to share content. And I will make sure that I continue to deliver valuable and insightful content for you.